Welcome back to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 and 88, depending on where you are across Australia. This morning, you're listening to Positive Radio and this is The Breakfast Show with Claire and Gia. Gia, yes. What? What happened to Lyle and Monica? Good question. They have done the runner for the day and so you're stuck here with Claire and Gia. But it's going to be fun. We've got lots of stuff planned, don't we, Gia? We do. We've got heaps planned. Welcome to the program, by the way. Thank you. So nice to have you. It's very good. Now tell me, Gia, what are you thankful for this morning? I am thankful that I got to wake up at 5 a.m. without my children waking me up at 5. They usually wake me up at 5.30, quarter to 6. But they come in screaming every morning like, I need to go to the toilet. I need to eat. Where's my breakfast? Where's my milk? (laughs) And so I was just grateful that it was so quiet and I left the house and everyone was still asleep. I was like, yeah. It's too bad you didn't get to sleep, but that's good. I'm glad that you got to come. You know, I'm grateful that just yesterday they finished the deck on my house at the front of our house and so that means I get to sit in the sunshine every morning read my bible eat my breakfast and I'm so excited about that it that is awesome do you have views? oh uh, yeah there's a road but there's a nice garden between me and the road that's all you need <laughs> is that right. garden between you and the road <laughs> the little garden well stay tuned guys we've got the, um, some great news items coming up Gia's a secret she won't tell yes, us what no, it is it's a secret I don't know why that is but that's okay <laughs> but well, I'm going to tell you guys about this amazing thing in your pantry that is going to be extending your life and we're going to talk about something that's been discovered in Utah that's going to change the way you think about the world so stay tuned I can't right wait. after this Jesus, Jesus, how I try. 
trust Him more. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him. Lavic, tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. And isn't it, though? It so is. So, Gia, yes, we have a quiz this morning. Can you we tell do. us, please, what we is our do. first clue? This is exciting. I want to share these clues with you. At the beginning, I was like, this sounds a bit hard, but now I'm going to share. I think it, it'll make sense as we go. Um, the first clue is, John saw a mighty angel come down from heaven robed in one of these with a rainbow above his head. Mm, so what is, what am I? Is that it? Yes, what am it's I? what okay. am I. Sorry. So what John had a vision of what? Say it again. Um, he saw a mighty angel come down from heaven robed in one of these with a rainbow above his head. Okay. That's but, pretty cool. That's a good picture. It is. But the next ones might help a little bit. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They have to guess. Oh, okay. So, guys, if you'd like to ring in, if you think you know the answer to this quiz question, you can call us and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064669. And you may win the prize. Can you say the text number again? Yeah, sure. 0491 0649. Okay, just because so I wouldn't Gia, be that quick. <laughs> I'm pretty quick. They have to keep up. Can you tell me, please, what is our prize? If, um, if people well, win this, if you can ring up and tell us what this this quiz question is, this is the prize you're going to win. Okay, so the prize is a, a CD of a beautiful Korean lady playing beautiful hymns, um, Abide With Me, This Is My Father's World. Her name is So Hyun Eastham, and it's called Journey of the Spirit. It's actually, it looks really, really good. So I'm actually wanting to take one of these. Yeah, GRs, <laughs> can I win the prize? <laughs> but no, it's for you guys. So ring up now and you may be able to win that prize. All right, but it's come time now for our news. So, Gia, I hear you have some pretty exciting news. I do. Well, today, depending on where you are around Australia, but today is Vivid, Vivid uh, Festival. It starts tonight, so it's going to be on every night from 6 to 11 p.m., and it's on for 25 days, and they reckon 2 million people are going to go through in those 25 wow. days or 25 nights, I should say. You know, I, I was wondering about this today because, you know, Ramadan is on at the moment. Yes. I was wondering if they did that on purpose. Did they put it on at Ramadan? I because don't know. everyone who's Muslims like, I'm going out because I'm hungry. Oh, at night, maybe. They yes. go out at night and eat. It's a clever idea anyway. Wow, that is clever. I didn't think of that. S- those lights on. Yes. And it's a good way to celebrate, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, Vivid this year is, um, it's, I'm, I'm excited to go I haven't been with my children my children are very young so uh, my husband and I have put it off for five years (laughs) 
So we did go one night when I was pregnant to my second, which was three years ago, and that was exciting. But I'm more excited because this year they're going to actually expand it over um, Sydney and the botanical gardens are actually going to have, and I'm very excited to go see this, it's going to be called Oasis and it's actually a sea of lights. Oh, cool. Representing, and I'm going to quote this because um, it's going to have like a little monument and it's going to say for forgotten Australians and that's what the title uh, will say and it's referring to the 2004 Senate report into children who suffered suffered in institutional care and because I think Mm. of the suffering just because I'm a mother now um, I just I feel like children that suffer for me it's just so close to my heart and I just think you know Christ's mission was to save the suffering yeah and but children just have no choice and so I just I, th- I really want to go see these lights in the botanical garden. So if you guys are in Sydney or heading down that way, um, go see the Sea of Lights, the oasis it's called, um, and just pay respect, I think. You know, so that was at the children. botanical gardens, is that right? Yeah, the botanical gardens in Sydney. Cool. And also, I've I heard recently this morning actually that a team of scientists at the University of California um, in Los Angeles successfully uh, regrew brain tissue that was previously damaged by strokes. Oh wow! How'd they yes. do that? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> you weren't there? No, definitely not. But I'm I just excited that they're coming up with all this stuff. Like, but I just feel like science is so behind still because God is the master physician. Yeah, this and is true. So they grew brain tissue yes. of a particular person? Is no, I think they did a study on several like it's actually just um on cells. So yeah. gro- growing brain tissue cells that they have in the lab and growing new brain cells in strokes. So cells that were already damaged by strokes. Yeah. So this is actually renewing those cells, which they've never done before. Wow. So this is really going to um, be great for, for stroke patients. I mean, I don't know, personally, I just feel like there's such a great health message in the Bible for people that are suffering with heart disease or, you know, anything like that, that can be reversed yeah, through health. Yeah, definitely. I'm just thinking too, like that might come um, and become a, a, a helpful thing for people with dementia. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, I didn't because, think of that. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, mean, I yes, haven't read this I'm story doctor, that you're talking but about. But, but think about the people who have gone, you know, you see your loved ones, like my grandmother, she used to be so alert and now her brain is, it's not I there, know, you know. It's so sad when it's you so see sad. people suffer like that. And I wonder if, well, that'd be great if they can regrow brain tissue for for stroke patients. Maybe they can do it for dementia patients as well. Yes, that would be awesome. I've got some more good news. For those that have been married for more than 20 years, I know this is a little old news. Is that you? Is that you? No, no, seven years. And I don't have the itch, okay? How long have you been married? Uh, Six. Six? You've been married? I thought you guys got married before us. Oh, man. When did you get married? Um, 2011. No. So you got married 2000. just after you. Yeah, okay. There you go. I had a, a feeling that you were before me. Um, so, yeah, so people that have been married, studies show now that people that have been married for 20 years actually are happier than newlyweds. Really? Why is that? Yes. Well, they go through a bit of a downer in the year, year 10, like around 10 to 11 years. They go through a downer because, you know, kids and all the stress and everything. But then around the 20-year mark... Um, things the start to leave. shine. So stay, <laughs> hang in there, people. Things might look tough now, but I promise you at the 20 year mark, when your kids are all grown up and left home, things will start to shine. <laughs> That's the reason, isn't it? 20 is when the kids leave, 10s when they came, and 20 when they leave. They did actually say that in the study that it could be because, you know, when the kids leave, you've just got each other. And so yeah, you've got to renew the flame. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I know someone else that was happy, actually. I know you guys have, uh, Lyle or Monica probably touched on this, on the royal wedding. Yeah, Did right. you watch the royal wedding? Um, honesty, I had nothing. I, don't, I didn't listen to any of it. I didn't. didn't. Okay. I saw pictures of people saying on Facebook, I don't care about the royal wedding. And that's all I heard about the royal wedding. So okay. tell me, please. Well, I actually did watch part of it and mainly the service. And it was, um, it was really, it was, I liked it because of diversity. I liked that the, the royal family is just moving ahead. Um, but what I loved the most is the Megan. So she's, I don't know, you probably didn't see this because you didn't watch it. But those that did watch it, I don't know if you noticed, she smiled the whole time. Really? No right? tired cheeks? No, she was just smiling the whole service. She had this smile, this glow on her face. And you know what? I don't know if you remember the other royal wedding, the one previously with William and Kate. Is it Kate and yeah, William? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they got married, they were really serious. So they didn't smile basically for the whole service. <laughs> uh, very rarely. Like I think she did have a little bit of a smile when she was giving vows. Like, but really it and, – and it just got me thinking about how it must be because they grew up in that scene and they've become complacent. They've become complacent in their lifestyle. Whereas Megan is a, like she's having a newborn experience. She's having this. I've Pretty just come. Exciting. I've been accepted into the royal family, which in the past they would never accept a divorcee, someone that you know, um, not only divorced but is an actress. You know, yeah, like yeah. all those things that's from Hollywood. Yeah. With a single mother raising her, so she didn't really come from you know a privileged family like Kate did. But I just saw how how happy she was to be accepted. You know, whereas. The other royals are just so used to it's so used to that life, and and sometimes I think in my faith I, I just we check can become myself. complacent with anything, can't we? Yes. Anything, even the best things. If you do it for long enough and you don't really appreciate it, you yes. can become like, oh yeah, this is humdrum every day. Yeah, a verse came to me, um, Claire, uh, the verse where the Apostle Paul talks about renewing your mind daily. Yeah, like you know how he says that you know I renew my mind daily. And I just think we need to ignite that flame daily. Like, and Megan watching her smile like that and accepting, like, being part of this royal family now, it just reminded me that I become complacent in my faith, you know? Like, I, I don't want to be that person that doesn't smile and, yeah. and everything's just normal. Like, you know, I don't want to be the long face Christian. Yeah. I don't like, want yeah, it to be religion. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be a faith, you know, like something spiritual, connection, a reality. Yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I want that too. Well, there you go. So I, I, I think I'd be excited, at least if I was marrying someone that was royalty, but we should be happy no matter who we're marrying. Yes. It's a little bit disturbing that, that they were so, so glum and solemn yes, at their wedding, yes, right? Yes, yes, I would think that th- there would be a little bit more excitement, but I know it, marriage is a pretty serious thing, so I guess, it is. you know, they were But going we've still got the- looking forward to the 20 years. That's right. You and me. <laughs> That's You right. and me, Claire, we're going to get 13. to the 20 years, yes. <laughs> If you'd like to call in now and, and, and answer our quiz question, guys, the number is 1-800-324-843. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And this song coming up is All Sons and Daughters, We Are Waiting.
waiting by all sons and daughters. What a beautiful song. We are waiting for our king. All right. So we have quiz clue number two. Please, dear. Just in case we didn't give it away with the first one, uh, we'll give you another one. And it is uh, a voice came. So it's what am I? A voice came from this and said, this is my son. Is that right? Yep. This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. Mm. I think we're getting closer. I haven't got it yet. Should I say the first one again? No. No. It's all right. You have to listen, right? Yeah, that's right. Just in case. (laughs) No. Just in case. All right. Come up. Go. Okay. So the first clue was John saw a mighty angel come from heaven, robed in one of these with a rainbow above his head. And the second clue is a voice came from this and said, this is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. And yeah, tell us what the prize is again. The prize is a beautiful CD from So Hyun Eastham, Journey of the Spirit. She's a violinist from Korea. And I really want to not steal. I don't want to steal one of these, but I've got it in my hand and I'm getting sweaty palms because I really want it. (laughs) Jir is hoping that nobody can guess it today so that she can have the prize. But but it's cheating because you can read the answer. I know. I Yeah, that's true. We'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) If you are listening to this station, then you are privileged to live in an area where you can get it. But there's not every single place in Australia you can reach this positive news station. But if you can, it's at 87.6, 87.8 and 88. And Lyle is going away today to raise more money so there's more stations so that more people can listen to this radio. That is awesome. It's good, right? Yes. The other thing is, though, if you know people who would like to listen to this kind of radio but they don't have coverage and signal where they live, you can get them to get the TuneIn app. The TuneIn app and then look for Faith FM Australia and they can listen to this radio station anywhere across the globe with perfect signals. So you can get that app on any smartphone, basically. Yes, that's or, right. Yeah, any tablet. That's right. Or you can find us on faithfm.com.au. Okay, so can well. you can you get this overseas? Yeah. Like if- so the Faith FM app... Yeah. Through TuneIn? Yes. Overseas. Can. So yeah, you can globally. listen to it anywhere. That anywhere. Is, that is amazing. Because I'm news. going overseas for two months and I want to be able to listen. There you, go. you can listen. Yeah. And I think that's a good idea. Especially in, when you're driving and you're running out of signal and it changes, you can use your, your app. You're yes. all good. All right. Some news today. The news is that in Utah this week, they have found a fossilized skull of a creature beneath the dinosaur foot that is a mammal. Oh, now scientists are going, um, getting a bit excited, and the reason they're getting excited is because it, they have to rethink the timing of the breakup of the what they call the supercontinent Pangaea, which was what oh. they used to be- they believe was like one big continent, and then it broke up, yes, right? Yes. And then and then they talk about uh, they talk about millions of years old, and it kind of lost me at the millions of years old. But, <laughs> yeah, it but, loses me every time. And I'm like, well, what was the story again? But what what, what really stuck out to me was they found a mammal yes. under a dinosaur. Yes. So they took How a rock, does that work? Uh, right? Two they, so together. They, they took a rock back to look at it in the lab. And instead of just looking at the dinosaur, when they picked the dinosaur bone up, that's when they accidentally found this skull of this little mammal. That's. I think it's really cool. That is you cool. You know why I think it's cool, right? Yes, now because, I do. Because I'm thinking like you right yeah, now. Go, you go first and then I'll tell you if you're right. Go. No, well, I just think that how did the two exist together? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah, because I swear when I was a kid, they told me that dinosaurs didn't exist I mean, mammals didn't exist till after dinosaurs. That's right, yes. Right? But they change their mind like every couple of years. Yes. And we're told that the scientists have it exactly right. And yet now they're telling us, well, now the mammals, these ones at least, existed at the same time as the dinosaurs. They so call- where do you draw the line? 
oh, you know what? I just go, humans, we know a little bit. Yes. But, but God, he knows all of it. Yes. And he said, you know, that he made everything in six days. Yes. And the mammals, that little mammal thing they found, and the dinosaur, they, he made them both on day six. Yes, yes. So I think that's really exciting because that is science very is exciting. finding what God has been telling us a lot. And that happens a lot. Like you find that um, things that are that are written in the in the Word of God, like in the Bible, um, they've just they stood the test of time. So everything that's in there historically has actually come to fruition. Yeah, that's exactly. And right. scientists are slowly coming, you know, catching up with so- certain things. And then you're like, oh, but that's what we learnt, you know. I do struggle with that whole thing. I, I went to actually, I don't know if you know the mammoth. If anyone wants to go see this. Again, in Sydney, I don't live in Sydney, but we drove to Sydney to see this, the Mammoth Exhibition. It's on still uh, at the Australian National Museum. Is it a real mammoth? Yeah, well... Part of a real mammoth? Yeah, there is real mammoths, yes. There is real mammoth skulls and, and like, different parts. And they've also got, like, a humongous real-to-life mammoth. They've made, like, a a, a big one, like, and it is amazing. But my kids absolutely loved it. And my daughter, she's just onto it. She said... You know, this millions of years stuff, like she, we try somehow to explain everything to her, but she's only five. But just to see how huge they were and to think of creation, like, it's just awesome. So cool. Yeah. But didn't they find a mammoth not long ago that they cut a piece of flesh off? It still had flesh? Well, this is what this was saying as well. Like, right? we went, yeah, they so had. So, they say that the, the flesh lasted for millions of yes, years? Oh, yes. kill me. Well, they actually found um, one of these mammoths, a baby version of these mammoths, because we saw it at the uh, the museum. Um, and it, it actually had had like live cells in the intestines. Wow. And I'm just like, well, if that was millions of years old, how is it possible for this to be alive, for these cells to be still alive? And they actually found, um, yeah, all through the intestine and the bowel. And I was just thinking, wow, that's just, it's impossible. Yeah. Like, You know what? The, uh, this reminds me of another story. I remember hearing about these scientists went looking for fossils and there was a particular um, dinosaur fossil they were trying to find. And they went to Africa and they went to this like remote part and they were speaking to the locals and they said, you know, they showed them a picture of what they thought it looked like. And they're like, so we're looking for fossils of this. Have you seen any bones around? And the locals go, Oh, yeah, that thing lives in the river just down the road. Oh, wow. And so, you know, we, we think these things lived millions of years ago, but, oh, no. you know, yes. I think we have a lot to learn. You're onto something. Yeah, God knew. Yeah? <laughs> the second thing that I thought was really cool about this story was it says that, let me read it to you, that it was found in an area that they believe was probably, it probably lived on the banks of a floodplain oh. because of the kind of sediments that it was preserved in. And I was oh, thinking, wow, that just changes everything. Uh, uh, like a floodplain. <laughs> yes. And so this very well may be also evidence of a flood. And I think it's just, it's interesting how, once again, science is showing evidence that God, yes. God is the one who knows. Yes. Very exciting stuff. All right. So that's my dinosaur story, my mammal okay. story. I like and that. And the other thing that I was really excited about was I found that there is something that we can eat that's really good for us. And they're saying may um, increase our lifespan. And you only have to have three tablespoons of it a day. Okay. I, I saw that. Everybody has it in their cupboard. And I love this because, look, I, I grow microgreens, right? Yes, okay. Microgreens are actual legit superfood. Yes. Right? They're super concentrated. So you've got like really, a little... I, I, I sell them. I sell them. I grow them oh, and you sell, sell them. them. Yeah, oh, that's my okay. business, right? That's but, awesome. But, I didn't know that. And so I'm really into this superfood stuff, but... When I listen to people talk about superfoods, I just kind of roll my eyes and go, oh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Kombucha, yeah. 
I taste her revolting. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm over the whole like, ooh, let's try the newest thing. But because I hear it all the time, but this is legit. And so this one here, I was actually really excited about because do you know what it is, Gia? What is the thing that's going to help you live longer? Come I on. did see it, but I didn't push on it because I was like, oh, <laughs> what am I going to share? I'm going to let you share this one. All right. It's extra virgin olive oil. Okay, olive oil. now there's going to be controversy. Oh, there is going to be controversy. A new study reveals three tablespoons a day can prevent chronic disease and cancer as well as help with weight loss. Dr. Mary Flynn uh, is presenting her latest research on the benefits of three serves of this stuff alongside a plant-based diet. Okay, hold on. Wait, no, wait. Okay, it gets more going, exciting. And so she's recommending um, the healthy fats from from plants, and she's also recommending six to seven serves of whole grain starch. Hello, bread. Because I'm so sick of everyone saying no bread, no bread. <laughs> Love it. I'm so excited. I'm going to go home and eat my toast with olive, olive oil. oil with bread. No, yes. <laughs> Thank you guys. I don't know. What do you think about the olive oil though? It's great. It's the best stuff ever. Okay. Coming up I don't agree this. fully, but that's okay. <laughs> Lord, I love you. <laughs> Grego Pillay, Lord, I love you. I give my life to you, Lord Jesus. Every moment, every hour of the day, I pray. Keep me close to your side forever. I got nothing.
Welcome back, everybody. We, you're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88, depending on where you are, right across Australia and in the studio today, I have Lanelda joining us. Lanelda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lyle. Yeah. It's lovely to be here. Really, really glad to have you uh, here as a part of the show. And Lanelda, you're going to be talking to us about uh, uh, ministry and particularly Indigenous ministry today mm-hmm. um, amongst our Indigenous people here in Australia. And yep. I'm so excited about that. But uh, as we begin... Um, Whereabouts, whereabouts does your family come from? Well, uh, my family comes from far north Queensland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that up near where uh, Johnny Murison comes from, his family? Yes, yes. So we're, there's, a, there's a line of, like, you know, rel- re- relation. Yeah, he's sort of like my relative. Okay. He calls me auntie. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's, he's been talking to me about uh, going up there and doing his tours one day, one of his tours one day. Yep. And mm. so that's all your country out there where he takes yeah, his Yeah, well, actually, my mother is from Kukuyamidji mm-hmm. and he's Kukuyalanji, okay. but they're sort of neighbouring town, uh, tribes yes. or clans, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, and they've married, intermarried, so we're Kukuyamidji, Kukuyalanji people. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that's no, that's out near what is it? Maytown. It, oh, it yeah, no, it's up further from. Um, it's more Cooktown area. Okay, Cooktown yeah, area. Out yeah, yeah. There, further yeah. out to the coast. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, fantastic. That's great. Yeah. And uh, whereabouts did you grow up? Uh, uh well, I grew up. I, I was born on Palm Island. Okay. Have you heard of Palm Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, North Queensland. North Queensland, outside of Townsville. Uh-huh. Uh, but I actually grew up in a little place called Halifax. Okay. And that's sort of outside of Ingham. Uh-huh. If you yeah. know where Ingham is. I know where Ingham is. Good. I have good. been to that part of the world. It is a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so we grew up in a little place called Halifax. I did most of my primary school schooling there. Sure. And then we, because my dad was a, they were called cane cutters in those days. Okay. And and he, it was, um, you know, we had to move around a lot. Yep. That's so. a major sugar cane area up there, of course. Oh, For yes. those who haven't been there, there's lots of sugar cane. It's, uh, that's right. Yeah. So you, a, you, you sort of moved where the work, Took you kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yep. Where, yep. where Dad had to go. And do you come from a big family or small family? I come from a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my dad is has three brothers. Yes. And so three, the him and the two other brothers, they've got big families. So, like, my dad's got, there's 12 in our family. Oh, my. And his uh, second brother is 10, and the third brother is 9. So it goes so. 12, 10, 9. So sort of, sort of scaling down a little bit, but still big families. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. That's right. whereabouts, in the, whereabouts in the mix of 12 do you fit? In the number? I'm number seven. You're number seven. Yeah, good number. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that's a, a, a godly number there. It sure is. Um, mm. Now, did, were you, were you, was were your family a Christian family? Uh, we grew up, uh, I remember growing up in, a, in the Anglican, well, Church of England. Sure. Yep. And my parents, because we were taken off Palm Island, um, Dad still, Dad and Mum and Dad still followed the um, the Church of England faith. Yep. Oh, they weren't. Active now, when you say members. taken off Palm Island, was that you were taken off Palm Island, or you were like that was where the work went? We were taken off. You were taken My off. My father was taken off. Uh, right. Him and six other men. Um, there was a bit of a riot there, mm-hmm. and um, so he was taken. We, and actually. My dad and another family, we were sent to a place called Woorabinda. You've heard of Woorabinda? I haven't heard of Woorabinda. Woorabinda is an Aboriginal community outside of Rockhampton. Okay. And so we, the, those two, the two families were moved there. The other two were moved to Sherberg. The other two, were, they, they just split up. 
oh, the families. Okay. Yeah. And so we were the, the punishment was two years. Uh-huh. So we went down there for two years. So I was only little. I yeah. could just sort of remember the place. And then we went back to a place called Halifax and yep. we stayed there. And that's where yeah. I did most of my primary yeah. schooling. Fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so you're growing up in the Anglican church. Is there a particular point there where uh, you made a personal decision to give your life to God? Not in the Anglican church. Okay. Tell us about how you came to God. Wow. Uh, well, let me first say, yeah. uh, my parents became Adventists in 1964. Okay. And so uh, it was wonderful because my dad was an alcoholic. Right. And it was just so good that we, uh, I mean, we were, only the kids went to Sunday school. Right. But mum and dad didn't. But anyway, when we became Adventists, dad wanted all of his children to be baptized that same day. So it was oh, mum and dad okay. and, and the kids. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> all 12? No, no, no. At that time, the older ones had left home. Yeah, and yeah. so there would have been about, oh, five of us. Uh-huh. And so, yeah. And, but that was just that, you know, I had nothing. I don't, I, in my mind, it, I didn't make the decision. Sure. It was dad's decision. And yep. so we all got baptized. Mm-hmm. But I didn't come to God until uh, many years later. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Monash University in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And, um, what were you studying there? I was studying, I was doing double major, history and English. Oh, nice. And I, I love history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And, but the thing was I got into the, 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 the world ways and did my drugs and alcohol and all that. Uh-huh. And so I didn't complete that. Yeah. But uh, it was there that God, God talked to me. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Through all that. How did that, how did that happen? So you, you, you're there. You start, by the way, what, what, what portion of history do you enjoy the most? Because I love history as well. History is one of my favourite things. Oh, well, at, at Monash I studied uh, the Middle Ages and the Renaissance. And That's my favourite part of history. Oh, I love it. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, one of the reasons is that you find a lot of people who study ancient history and a lot of people who study uh, modern history, but not so many that, will, that study medieval history. So yes, yes. We have that in common. That's hey, awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're studying history, but um, – and, and it's not uncommon for you know, young people who are at university, I guess – um, it almost seems like that culture of that that party culture attends universities. In well, many let ways. me tell you, I was a mature age student. Okay, yeah. Um, I had I was married, uh, but but it went pear shaped. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Melbourne. And my husband stayed up in North Queensland, mm-hmm. and I went down with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And so we were down there, and that's when I um, yeah I wanted to study yep. and do that. Yep. So uh, I, was start, I, was, I was still attending church, but it, it, my heart wasn't there. Sure. Um, and so when I, when I, and I, I actually made a complete break from the church when I was in Melbourne. Mm, mm. And like I said, you know, the, the drugs and the alcohol took over. And it was a time, I, I, mean, I must have been there about six years, um, and I, God came to me down there. Oh, praise God. Yeah. I remember doing an assignment. I was over at a friend's place because they had a computer mm-hmm. and uh, I went over to do some assignments on there. And I just didn't want to, I didn't go to any lectures, but I was just there. And it's just, I know it was God because I just started, you know, how you just feel that something's mm-hmm. going. I mean, uh, coming up to that, that point, mm-hmm. uh, like I'd party, go home, and 
and I'd, fe- I'd feel the loneliness and, and I started to feel suicidal. Oh, really? Yes. And I was just really, I just did not like myself very yeah. much. Yeah. So I wanted to do, I just wanted to just get away from all that. Yeah. And, uh, but I remember that's a pretty that low point. That's it a was very a low, low point in my very, life. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I remembered because Dad used to teach us how to sing in a cappella, mm-hmm. and I remembered those times when I was in that state, mm-hmm. and um, and I was and I actually was talking to God and I said, I want to get back there, but I don't know how to. Sure. Yeah. And uh, and so one day he just came to me because I couldn't go to him. That's that's amazing. That I, I really yeah. appreciate that because um, I, I can resonate with that story because I, I feel that in my experience it was God who came to me, came looking mm. for me. Yeah. And yes. uh, and how did that change your life? Well, what what happened? What happened? Okay, so you're doing an assignment. God comes to you. I fell on my knees. I was crying. And uh, anyway, there was I could hear the phone ringing at my friend's house, and I um I started. Uh, I heard a little knock. And and I sort of looked up and I said, "Yep." And he came in and he looked at me and uh, you know because I had tears and and all this and I was on my knees and he goes, "You're right." I said, "Yeah, I'm fine." Yeah. And uh, then he said, oh, "I asked your cousin on the phone and she was staying with me at my house, mm-hmm. so I had chatted with her." But I I just felt that um, they 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 rang my brother and they said. There's something wrong with Lanelda. <laughs> <laughs> She's found Jesus Christ. There must be something wrong. <laughs> so uh, I called. I said, "Look, I called my friends together. Yeah. I said, come, come and meet here on Sunday." And uh, you know, these were all my druggy friends, and you know, we we party hard. And um, I just sat them down, and I said, "You know, Jesus is coming soon," and they were like. Where is she going? <laughs> so they were just blown away. Yeah, and, and and that's when they bring my brother. There's something wrong with her, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he knew. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, were you able to have an influence on any of your friends, or were they all like just like, no, nah, Lanelda's lost it? And well, uh, one on. of them said, "We want what, you know, we want to go where you, we want to go with you. We want to." Yeah, praise God. And uh, but I was going. I don't know where I was going. I just went out of Melbourne, yep. you know. Yep. And my car wasn't registered and I was going to drive it and they go, you can't drive your car, you get booked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a rather expensive fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I didn't. Yeah. Um, but, you know, miracle after miracle came and uh, like I was going get, going, get on the train. And actually when my dad died, I took most of his books, you know, the books like testimonies and the Bible commentaries and I had all this in my possession. Sure, yeah. And when I, that, that, that day I made that decision to follow Jesus, um, yeah, God is good because my neighbors were Adventists. They mm-hmm. were Cook Island Adventists. And um, the first book that my, my hand went on was Christ in His Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Ah, yep. Yeah, and because uh, mum and dad used to go to the, they were, they were called lay seminars and that it was for church members, and I used to go along, and that's where you know learnt about the Waldenses and all that, you know, all that that yep. middle yep. ages stuff. Uh, and I think that's why I took an interest, and in I really wanted to, to learn about that. That all came back, and uh, and reading Christ in His sanctuary, it was just like scales fell off my eyes, like. I understand now why Christ is in the sanctuary. Yeah, praise God. You know, it yeah. was just awesome how God was working. Okay, so we've got a couple of minutes left, but okay. I really want to hear about what what are you doing for God now? Well, I'm trying to reach my people. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've been very busy over there at the uh, Atsim Temple. What does Atsim stand for? 
Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander ministry. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. so, what's been happening over there? This is. Oh, I should mention that we are recording this at Big Camp, and you'll be yeah. hearing it in, in the in the future. And Big Camp is not still going when you hear this, but uh, no, no. Yeah, this is. A yeah, well, I love Big Camp because uh, I've tried to sort of get things happening in the tent that will draw not only our Indigenous people but non-Indigenous people because yeah. I want us to learn together. Absolutely, praise and God. I want us to because I know at ministers' meeting I've been asked the question, well. How do we talk with with Aboriginal people? Mm-hmm. And and I and I just I just said, well, you know, just like you're talking to me, but but there is a logic to that question mm-hmm. because you know I'm sure our non-Indigenous um, people uh, get different stories. You know, you don't look at people in in the eye. You don't. You know, there's some mm-hmm. don'ts and there's some do's. But I think on the on the as urban Aboriginals. That's not us. We, we sure. can talk and, we, and I, you know, we, we yeah, can look we, at each we, other. You, you, we can, yep, yep, yeah, yep. We, we, we're used to mixing like that on a daily basis. Yeah. In, in that kind of a culture. Yeah. So. And so, uh, so it's a good question. And, and I, just, I don't want people to be confused mm-hmm. with our more traditional, I shouldn't say traditional, but more our central desert people. Mm-hmm. They, they're the ones that still sort of, you know, you don't look at them and you know, there's some little <laughs> things that, you, you, you know, you can't yeah. talk to the female or you can't talk to the male. But that's not so here. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, you're interacting with, um, you know, it's just Australian culture on a, on a, on a daily basis. And yes, uh, but in our homes, we, there's, there's a difference. Absolutely. Yes, in yeah. our homes, we are Aboriginal people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, but you know how, what I'm saying is you know how to interact with yes. the people. Uh, yeah. uh, well, well, I guess that's another question why they ask that because um, sometimes the the our, even our urban people will sort of walk away and not, no, don't want to talk. Right. So I think that's there's some that, yeah. that you know and I think well we've there's definitely some mindful. skills there that we all can learn I think exactly yeah and we need to we need to yeah. because uh, um, we're brothers and sisters in Christ yes yeah yes okay so at the at your uh, with the, at some meetings there um, what kind of things have you been covering we've been covering um, well actually for this camp it's our theme in the, our tent is our history becomes his story mm-hmm. and I'm just I was just trying to collect data where you know your ancestry and what and the amazing thing is we had some to me from just by seeing they look like non-indigenous but they actually when they gave the uh, ancestry couple of grand couple of uh, families back they're mm-hmm. aboriginal they've got yep. aboriginal blood and then i listened to the aboriginals and a couple of families back they got white <laughs> <laughs> we're all a mix we're all a big hodgepodge i mean yeah. people just assume i'm a white aussie but i'm part sri lankan so you know it's there just like where do you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah and so and and in that we just come around and we just look at the mission and that's why we had the group mission songs project and they just sang about the everyday life on a mission and that was very insightful because not Everybody knows what what happens in the you know missions. They sang a lot of hymns, sure, but they sang the songs that were sung after church. Yeah, and it and it does. It just gives a gives an input of uh, what was going on. Yep. And then at the end, we're just doing. Uh, we just today well, we were are doing Aboriginal art and 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 actually doing a um, our testimony through Aboriginal art. Oh, fantastic! Mm. That's amazing. Praise God. We're going to have to finish up because we're yeah. out of time. Just but one more yeah, thing. Yeah, go for it. Go and for it. at the end, uh, two to four, we have a Australian Together um, um, series, and that's been going very well. Australian Together series. Yes. What's that all about? It's about. Uh, it's just showing the, the history and how, as Christians, how we can. Um, 
interact with our non out with our indigenous people yep. and yep. you know have some answers for them maybe through, through the word of God. Lenelda, your faith is inspiring. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, yeah, don't go anywhere because we've got some more great programming coming up right after this song. We're going to be back with our Encounter with God section. There's a light in the valley There's a light on a distant shore A light on a mountain It's the light that'll guide you home It shines in the darkness It speaks through the word light of forgiveness The light of the world in a valley I was lost on a raging sea Lost on the mountain Until the light shone on me And led me out of the darkness And back to the shore Top of the mountain to be lost on. It's the light of redemption, it's the light of a grand plan, it's the light of forgiveness. Yeah, the light is the Son of Man It's shining in the darkness It's shining in the night The light is the way Thank you. 
speaking through the word light of forgiveness light of the world light of the world light of the world light of the world God can change my life. I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. Open my lips I will sing your praise forever Oh Open my lips, O Lord, I will sing your praise forever. A broken spirit and a contrite heart, these you will not despise. Sing your praise forever. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. 